I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robinson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. And welcome to episode 8 of the Friday the 13th of Down to Dunk. I am Luke. Join this morning by Andrew. <laughs> Slam through. And Taylor. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on my rhymes, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside, I'll find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Run, slam through. Wow. Eve six. Good morning, y'all. Inside out, baby. We uh, played that song in the sixth grade talent show. True. It is true. <laughs> not, not kidding. I'm not sure why so many middle school talent show songs are appearing on our podcast recently. Wow. Oh boy. That's just the energy you're bringing me, and I'm just responding. That's right. That's that's, that's what I'm trying to convey to everybody around me right now. I think I think that had the L man on vocals. It did. Yeah. You were. Wow. Certainly featured. And Andrew, Andrew on lead guitar. That's right. Certainly, certainly. Uh, so, at this point, it's we're, we'll continue doing podcasts. Obviously, you are listening to it. Uh, Adam Silver did release a statement that he sent to everybody's email. Did you guys get the Adam Silver email? Uh, he doesn't have my email, but I did see it on Twitter when literally everyone else posted it. Yeah, so he personalized it, which means I assume he went in and typed in our names and then sent it to us. Because it wow. does say, dear, I got, uh, dear Andrew. So I got it. I got it. Taylor, what's wrong with you? You got an email from the NBA? Yeah. I don't know why I did it, man. Adam doesn't like me. <sighs> I think it's from when I got, I think it's from when I bought that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, New Jersey. Yeah, that's probably true. So, essentially, the the league is on hiatus for thirty days minimum. I would, I would expect it would be a lot longer than thirty days. If it is thirty days, I mean that would be amazing. Uh, we could do thirty days. I think it may be closer to sixty days if it is even best case scenario. So, but there are people within the league, Adam Silver himself, that remain pretty positive about playing games again, uh, which is encouraging because there are a lot of other people that would suggest that there would be no games played at all and that they don't, we don't really know what's going to happen. But I mean, the, the truth is we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how bad it's going to get. We don't know how long it's going to take. We don't know if there will be eventually. I mean, if 70% of the country gets this, we don't know if there'll be like a normalization of the coronavirus and then you just kind of move on with your lives. We don't know. 
Um, but I think that there is a lot of optimism, at least as of today, with the league being able to play games for the twenty the twenty nineteen twenty twenty season, and eventually have an NBA champion, which would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be that would be good. However, I'm with you. Sixty days gets us into win. Today, I'm not very okay. I'm not very good at the beginning months of the year. I have to count them out to know what order they go into. So mm-hmm. we're in March now. So January, February, March, April, May. That gets us into June. Yeah. I when don't it know. comes back? No, no, no. You know, I the, mean... The, the wild thing about all this is, is that the last two days feels like they've lasted a year. Yeah. No, I mean, they've, it's been so much going on that, like, it feels like we have not podcasted in forever. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been seven days. Yeah. So that's that's the hard thing to to say. And I, I just don't know what I, I don't I don't know what is good. I mean, obviously, no one knows it's going to happen, but it just doesn't feel like it. Uh, I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. There's no doubt it's going to get much, 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 much worse. <laughs> it's like there's just no, there's no way know, around but, that. I know, but I would like it to get better, and I just don't feel like it's going to. It will. And, it uh, will get better. Like this is not. This is this is not going to last forever. This too well, shall I know pass. That. I know that, but I know that's gonna get. It's gonna get worse, and then I. Yeah. And, and it's just I don't know. I feel like it's frustrating because I still see people that are, like trying to minimize it a little bit yeah i don't i don't understand how you could be in that space right now <laughs> I, don't, I don't quite get that i mean if if the nba suspending the season didn't let you know that this is a big deal then i'm not sure maybe you'll ever figure that out unless you actually get it right i mean i completely agree <laughs> so uh, Tayshawn, any any general words before we just jump in and try to answer as many Twitter questions as possible? Uh, yeah, so this, I mean, it sucks, and everyone's just so paranoid, and you just kind of feel that energy around everywhere. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It just feels icky and, and, you know, like illness and death is upon us. It's everywhere, and, I'm, and uh, it just sucks, and Kate being pregnant, yeah. We have to be so careful and then you know it's not just people getting sick though it's it's jobs too. So you know Kate and I both work for ourselves. Kate is a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And so you know we're just kind of talking about oh crap what if what if salons just shut down for a month? You know what if her owners like hey we're just not going to do this for 2 weeks. That's a lot of money for us, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we only get paid if we work. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's that kind of you know, anxiety with it too. It's not just feeling sick. I know that like at our age, coronavirus is not really going to hurt us that much. It'll just make us sick. But then Kate being pregnant too. So I would just say like for all the people that are downplaying it and uh, that think everyone's making a way bigger deal about it. I mean, the reality is things are shutting down now. So, I mean, what, whatever you think about the coronavirus, it doesn't really matter anymore. The reality is mm-hmm. people, the economy is, is being affected and will continue to be affected and your life will be affected because of it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just really stupid. And, and 
yeah, go ahead, Luke. Uh, my my thing about it is the sooner everyone kind of does take it serious and does yeah, just do the it. things that need to be done, which is, you know, hey, you know, don't go to big stuff. Uh, don't be around, you know, a bunch of people. Um, the sooner everyone does that, the sooner it, that improves things. That stops the spread. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people initially when you hear about it, you know, it's this, this, and this, you know, this is what it's going to look like. This is, if you get it, this is what happens. People are like, oh, you know, our age are like, oh, if I get it, I'll be okay. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it's hard to move from that thinking um, that from that to, oh, it's not necessarily about me. It's if the people I would affect if I got it and then the people those people would affect and kind of the cascading effects of that. Um, so I, you know, I get why, you know, I get why, you know, seven days ago, five days ago, whenever it was, Rudy Gobert thought it was, you know, at the time funny to go and touch a bunch of microphones. And be like, this is not going to affect me. I'm not worried about this in the slightest. You know, he's 27 years old. And, and looking back, it's the stupidest thing he could he could have done, and it's not funny, and he looks like a moron. Um, but I get the initial feeling for people, but I'm 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 well past that, and I wish a lot of other people would be too. Yeah, I think people will inevitably get there. Jay, welcome to the pod. Hi, Jay. Good, good to be here. Sorry for my lateness. Wow. With that said, let's talk about our favorite poop in our pants stories. Or we can answer some Twitter questions. Twitter questions! <laughs> wow. Uh, this is from at the robot cow life. Uh, the robot cow life wants to know what are our favorite non sports podcasts? Jay. It's a great question. Uh, here <laughs> are. Question. Thank you, listener. So I listen to. I have kind of three genres, four genres. So I've actually just gotten back into Audible. Uh, I got so overwhelmed. I had so many credits because I kept forgetting to cancel them. So I finally just is like canceled my whole thing. But I'm back into Audible. So I listen to a lot of that, which is not a podcast. But if I'm listening to a podcast, here's my go th- go to. Obviously, there's Levitard. There's a lot of sports ones. But non-sports, I listen to a guy named Tony Morgan, who's a church consultant. He works for the Unstuck Church Group. I listen to Bible for Normal People, Pete Enns and Jared Bias, the Bible Project guys out of Oregon. Yeah. Then I listen to uh, – so a lot of a lot of Bible stuff. Uh, but I do listen to news stuff as well. So I do Planet Money, uh, NPR's Up First, and then New York Times The Daily pretty much every day. Or every time they come out. So mm-hmm. those are mine. So I don't know which one of those is my favorite. That's not the question, apparently. Uh, my favorite would be probably the Bible Project guys. I've heard yeah, that's awesome. They are incredible. Uh, that's very, it's similar to Luke's uh, podcast listenings, except his are like, you know, the atheist project and <laughs> why the Bible isn't real. Uh huh. Uh huh. What uh-huh. else? What are your other atheist podcasts? <laughs> These are the ones that I actually listen to. I forgot um, about Luke as an atheist. I forgot about that. Uh, this, this is the, po- these are the podcasts. It's I a deep cut. That's a deep um, cut. 
I like the uh, why is this happening with Chris Hayes, um, who is an anchor on in MSNBC. Mm-hmm. He takes like a current issue, gets a person that uh, knows the most about it or something. He just like wants to know more about that's happening in the world. Gets like the person that knows most the most about that subject that he can find that's been on a show or that he knows through his circles has him on has about an hour interview with him. Um, it's really good. That's the one that Ennis Cantor appeared on about a week or two ago, but that's the only sports even related one he's ever done. Um, but that's really good. And it released on Monday. I like that one. There's also one called my brother, my brother and me. Um, that's a comedy podcast that has three brothers that, um, really just kind of riff for, they have segments and they just kind of riff for like an hour or so. And it's very, very funny. I like it a whole lot. And then, uh, I have one other called Rude Tales of Magic that's basically like a Dungeons and Dragon campaign comedy podcast. Nice. And it, it's it's pretty good. So you, I ten. mean, Luke, Luke, you have a lot of time to listen to podcasts, though, because you're traveling back and forth still on her. Yeah. So all of mine, I like to be about an hour because that's about the time that it takes me to get to and from Stillwater. And so... Um, I do, but I also have to practice my karaoke sometimes on the on the drive. Ooh, mm. <laughs> practice my karaoke. <laughs> um, I listen to. Uh, I've been really into the Dave Chang show recently. Um, so him, he's a. Have you guys seen Ugly Delicious on Netflix yet? Nope. None of you. Mm-mm. It's so good. You know who Dave Chang is, though. Ba- basically, he's a very famous, very successful restaurateur and head chef mm-hmm. in the uh, in the states. And I listen to the Liturgist sometimes. And oh, there's this ep- there's this show called Song Exploder, and basically it's it's 20 minutes long. And what they do is they take a song and they talk to the artist and they break down the song into the the tiniest little bit that it can so breaking down the the beat or the music or the instruments and then the the artist usually breaks down the lyrics and that's pretty cool and then radio lab reply all revisionist history there's much more but those are my faves right now cool what about you andrew uh i listen to up first every morning and right now i'm just listening to a ton of basketball podcasts because that's my job and I've got to figure out some things. So that's my job. So next question from ask Jeff underscore has. If the NBA decides not to play the rest of the season and instead start the playoffs right away, would Dort not be allowed to play in the playoffs since he is on a two way contract? Or would the Thunder have to sign him to a deal during this hiatus just in case? It's a really uh, it's good a great question, question that I hadn't thought, thought of. about that. I would assume the league would make uh, an allowance for this to let him, let the Thunder give him a contract. But this is one of the this is certainly one of the smaller things. But if you are Lou Dort, this is the <laughs> biggest thing. It's like. I haven't gotten a contract yet. I know I'm going to get one. And then the league suspends everything. And I mean, that does really suck for, for Lou Dort. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that until uh, Jeffrey sent this in. So 
He's uh, going to run out of money. I mean... <laughs> I think that's several people's worry during this there's, during this time frame. There's a lot of there's a lot of people worried about that, including Lou Dort. So it's it's I would assume that they would figure out a way for him to be on the roster, but I don't know how that will be executed. There, I hope that we will in the next I don't know five to ten weeks be able to have discussions like that where our discussions are. What are we going to talk? What are we going to do with Lou Dort's contract? How are they going to, you know, if they do jump right to the playoffs, how do they, how does the salary cap work for next year and all these things? I hope we can talk about those things. Uh, we're just a ways off from talking about that. So, yeah. And I think in Adam Silver's interview last night on uh, Inside the NBA or in, yeah, whatever on TNT, one of the things he did say was that he's, they're, they're at least like minimum. They'll readdress everything in about 30 days. So the playoffs, I mean, if you remember, the playoffs normally start, what, mid to late April? They start in about a month. If Yeah, in about yeah. a month. And so at about that time, I would assume, and this is all just, con- I mean, total making it up out of thin air, but I know that, that Rick Carlisle mentioned this as well, is, is they may have one of those things where it's like a week or two of kind of warm-up games for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh but who knows, right? Like we don't know the severity of what's about to happen in our society. And, and so it, it could, you know, if people take this seriously up front, uh, it could mitigate the length of this, you know, or change the length of this whole entire outbreak. Um, at the same time, like, I don't know, I, dude, I can't imagine being, you know, so I didn't get to, I missed some of the coronavirus conversations. So, you know, working at a church, one of the things that you, that I get to do is like have conversations on what we do. And, you know, like we, we're weighing the idea of not gathering. Um, and some people, I have friends that would strongly suggest we do that. Uh, at the same time is there's just a lot of complexity to that conversation that's outside of, you know, most people aren't thinking about anyway, but it is one Mm -hmm. of those things where it's like, trying to navigate the entire NBA, uh, which is for me is it's like this small. Now it's the center of my world, but it's this small. And for the NBA, it's a multi, I mean, it's a billion dollar industry that they're, they've come to a complete halt. Yeah. Uh, same thing as the NCAA tournaments. Like it's, that's, Oh boy. Yeah. That's, that's crazy to me that Mm -hmm. they just literally pulled the plug on the entire NCAA tournament instead of like, you know, even thinking about what would they do if they postponed it or something like that. But I don't even, get into the logistics of that, man. It's just such a, I mean, obviously un, unprecedented, uh, historical moment that we're in the middle of. And it's, it's, everybody is making decisions based on the best information that they have and, and trying to, um, lessen the, the potential outbreak and at the same time protect, especially for the NBA, like, I was, you know, everybody's like, well, how did they get, you know, how do they get tests before everybody else does? Which is true. Like it's valid. And this is part of like maybe a a bigger conversation. But for me, I'm like, dude, these dudes are million dollar investments for their organization. Like they're going to get different treatment than just about everybody else. And, uh, and especially just that case was so uniquely bad you know, being in the midst of all those people with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And Mm -hmm. so obviously it was kind of extenuating circumstances that pushed that to the forefront of everybody. But 
Uh, all that to say, what was the question? Oh, Dort. Yeah, man, that'd be crazy. I don't know what Dort's going to do. Dort will be fine. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's living. What, if he was, here's my question. We don't know that, Jay. We do not know that. We don't know that. But Dort, here's my question about Dort. Is he staying with somebody? Like, who do you think would be the best person on the Thunder to go? Like, hey, man, listen, I'm on a two-way contract. My rent came up. I can't live where I am. I've been living in a hotel. Uh, can I stay at your house for a while? Who would you pick number one person on the Thunder to be their roommate right now? Bays. Baisley? It yeah. makes sense that he did that because they're friends, it feels yeah. like. But. Are you talking about myself? Me? Yeah, well, let, I mean, now I am. Who would you want to live with? Oh, man. Uh, probably Chris Paul. Chris Paul would give you like a whole wing of your of his house to you. Yeah. He'd be like, here, man, here, you got your own kitchen, got your own bathroom, you got your own door. Just come around the back of the house. Here's a key for this door. It'd be it'd be an Airbnb situation. That's right. My kids could play with his kids. It'd be great. We'd also have to fly to L.A. to. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is Chris Paul, like, Chris did Paul. they let him get on a plane and go to L.A.? Or did he try to bring his family here, I wonder? Anyway, I don't know why I'm going down the spiral here, but I assume like, he's think in about Los that. Angeles. I assume he's in Los Angeles. I don't know that. I don't know that, but I would just assume that. That's a <laughs> probably healthy assumption. Did you? Uh, the other thing, Jay, with what you brought up, uh, which I thought is, is interesting, I hadn't really thought about, the NBA also doesn't know yet, and it's impossible to know, that's what we're all worried about, is who in the NBA is going to get it. Mm-hmm. And when they get it, and what that looks like, because uh, I heard I heard last night like Charles Barkley is under a quarantine yep. because you know he interacted with someone that uh, got it, and and so that I, I hadn't thought about that. You know, it's just it's because like it's just weird that it's something that like celebrities and NBA players are getting when like, yeah. that's not something you normally think about. I assume a lot of them already have it. Tom Hanks, our king. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Well, and I think that one of the, one of the things, and I think it was Cats that mentioned this, or somebody tweeted to Cats about this, but the movie. Yeah, Fred. Fred, the movie Cats. Uh, oh. <laughs> he said that somebody recommended that they test every NBA player. Yeah, I think they certainly should if they want. I mean that's that has Certainty. to be a part that has to be a part of this. It has to be a part of it. Yeah, but but the other thing is that they just need to test more people. We, I mean that's the big thing. Like yeah. in in South Korea they're testing 10,000 people a day. Uh-huh. Every day they test that many people. And in the United States, we've tested 10,000 people in total. Yeah. Yeah, and the so, only way you get tested if is if you have symptoms or you can identify somebody that you could c- contacted that does have the coronavirus, you know, which yeah. is a pretty limited amount of people in, in Oklahoma right now. So it's crazy. Like China has basically, all, they're almost back to nothing. They've only had eight new cases for March 12th. Yeah. And for crazy. China, we're, I mean, gosh, what a strange era to do a podcast for sports, but. In China, one of the things that they have the ability to do that Americans aren't going to do is China has the ability to do like draconian, intense lockdown yeah. measures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People haven't left their house for like 40 days. Uh, 
you know, like, and so it, it obviously is lessening the potential for spread. And the other thing is like, we have this kind of American, I don't know, this is, I'm not trying to be critical, but, but this ego, this American ego where it's like, you're not going to keep me in my house. You know, I'm not going to get sick on this thing. And, and that's, I mean, it's one of the prevailing things, man. The amount of people I've encountered that have been so overwhelmingly flippant about this is just, I mean, it's scary. That's the scariest part for me. Why did they have that voice? Well, that's just this one person in my mind. Uh, It's not a real person. It's a, but but it is where it's like, you know, and it's so funny. Like, Oh God, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole that I didn't want to go. Here we go, Andrew. This is what happens. This is the content we want, Andrew. Uh, So here's the deal is, is what's wild is that we've got like these two polar opposite groups of people that are both like in opposition of this virus in the sense of like, you have the group of people in our world who don't believe anything that the media puts out there anymore. So it's it's all a made up media sensationalizing and all of that thing. And then on the other side of this, which is equally as dangerous, is you have the amount of people that have just thrown science and modern medicine out the window. And so they're like rub thieves on your body and you won't have to worry about anything or, you know, like you have these two different, literally like the most polar opposite sides of the conversation. And both of them are walking through this viral outbreak with like just dangerously. And it's creating more and more problems where it's like, you have people who are just like, it's just like the common cold. And you have people that are like, it's just a liberal media bias. And then all it's doing is just creating an insane amount of uh, misinformation and also a bunch of people that have it and have no idea that they would have it because they don't actually think it's a thing. And it's just, I don't know, man, we've got to take serious measures is the hard part. And I just don't think it's going to be a while before we really, really do that. Yeah. Well, it's funny is but, that it's not just liberal media. It's all media. Right. 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 So it's not, yeah, but I, I, but I, I do think that's, it's so wild to see who, who is, like buys into those certain things like people that i thought like oh yeah for sure they'd take it seriously no like they uh, no i thought they would are some of the people that are the most outspoken and that i've seen and and i think what happened on wednesday night is it was the first time that like when the nba was canceled it cut through all of the noise Mm-hmm. Oh, would, you, would you all agree with that where it cut through all the noise and finally people who weren't taking seriously were just like oh like okay like, this is real mm-hmm. and i know that personally for the people in my life like some of the people that i earlier on were just like ah whatever it's not a big deal and then all of a sudden the nba canceled not just yeah. because of the NBA, because it just became like oh this must be something yeah and also for a lot of it also i think cut through for a lot of people in oklahoma because it's like oh there's you know 15,000 people at this 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 one place like it looks like we can't do that stuff anymore yeah. like we need to you know take this more seriously i i the news was broken to me by uh i was driving home from uh having dinner and so the news was broken to me by i knew like stuff was going on and that the nba season was canceled was broken to me by the sports animal and i was they you were listening to the sports have, animal. They did not have the. Uh, <laughs> it was just like hold on, silence. stop, 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 Luke. I I can't stop. When what I didn't even know you would realize the sports animal existed. Well, I was in the car with my dad. Ah, <laughs> okay. it did help, there it I is. Have it, I have it pre-programmed. 
All right, all right. I yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it was just interesting because they they didn't have you know they they're not like you know jerk like they're sports they're sports people they're not like journalists and so to hear it broken they're like how serious they took it they're like oh my goodness and it was just like silence for like two minutes well and, and so in in real time what was crazy and i know you all have talked about this already but you know like we're so i'm sitting i'm at church and we're i'm teaching a class and and my phone just starts buzzing you know and i'm like looking at my phone and it's all that Rudy Gobert, like the game's not starting, and so I'm kind of like, you know, intrigued by this and scrolling through. And but just about the time I get home, they made the decision, like, all right, we're just going to postpone the game. And it felt like within five minutes of the decision to postpone that game, they the tweets came across that said NBA is canceled. It's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. whoa, <laughs> like, that jump was quick. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's the right decision. I don't think anybody's second. I mean, anybody with a level head is not second, second guessing any of these decisions. Yeah, you can't. If you're second guessing it, you don't understand it. I yep. Uh, at Jaywalk5050, who is the Rudy Gobert of the Down to Dunk crew? <laughs> so, what is it? So, let's explain what that would be like the irresponsible one, the one who thinks it would just be a joke. Yeah. I, as, I'm gonna have Taylor. to say Taylor. I was gonna say it's probably me as well, <laughs> because I would go for a joke and then, it, and I know it would be on the line, and a lot of times it goes over the line, so I'm there. But I've yeah, probably me. And and also your French at Schubert Gerbel. <laughs> places to take. Oui, oui, je suis Taylor. <laughs> je m'appelle je Taylor. m'appelle Bonbon. <laughs> <laughs> je m'appelle Taylor. Uh, je suis... Uh, wait, wait. Uh, hey, all right, keep going. I'll just, I'll just buzz in with French stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, places to take a free agent to wine and dine them in OKC. Luke. Um, a free agent to wine and dine them. Uh, right now... La baguette. Right now, it's just have have you both uh, make make some food at home and, and Skype. Yeah, right now? Not today, no, but uh, no, let's no, say in, in August during the uh, so 2020 free agency. I think the, the go-tos are going to be um, Pink Parrot. Pink Parrot. Uh, <laughs> <What>? No. <laughs> Del Taco. Think, yeah, Del Taco. Uh, I would say if I was going to take somebody somewhere in the city, it has to be one of the steakhouses. So then it comes down to like what your preferred steakhouse is. For me, it's hard to beat... Man, they're all so good. I haven't ever actually been to Mahogany, which is crazy. It's, but are you a Cattleman's it's boy? It's very, very good. No, I'm I'm actually not a Cattleman's boy. Cattleman's is like a that's more of a nostalgic yeah. than it is quality. The ranch is it's hard to beat for me. That's uh, what I was gonna say. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. The ranch in the village. Yeah. Yep. And then Boulevard Steakhouse up here in Edmonds is actually really, really good too. But I yeah. would probably do mahogany, the ranch. But you gotta do pre and post drinks, you know? So if you're gonna do pre Oh, pre-dies uh, and post-dies, I know. You know the Metro Wine Bar over in Nickel Sills is really nice, too. Um, Metro. Oh, yeah. My, one of my favorite bars in the city, though, is Bar Abelada. Excuse me? But I don't know if it's yeah. called Bar Abelada. I don't it's know called if, uh, Barbara Blah Blah. I don't know if you would take a, <laughs> take a NBA player there. but I think uh, the one I would say, because it's the place that I've seen NBA players go, is Vast. Yeah, is that the one to top 
Yeah, top of Devon Tower. The whole city. The problem with that is the problem with that is, hey, we've got you, and you can see the whole city. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, there's like Hefner. That's all we got. (laughs) You know, to me, I don't know that that's the card you want to show an NBA free agent. Is like there's a this is it over there. I think that's where you take an NBA free agent that you uh, don't intend to sign. Hey, can I just tell you so? It's nothing. Nothing reminds you of how small our city is, like the airport. Nothing reminds you of yeah. that. So I get off, and and in my mind, I had this idea apparently that Phoenix was like not much bigger than we are. And I got to the Phoenix airport, and it was so humbling. I got off, and I mean, there were, I mean, you've been to large airports where you walk out, and you're like, holy crap, there are more people in this one terminal. Mm-hmm. Then there is in our entire airport. Yeah. Uh, and then you just get out and you just realize like Phoenix is a gigantic city. Anyway, I'll have to say like I wouldn't want them to see the whole city either. Um, Jones J- Assembly. I'm surprised Jones Assembly, by the way. J.S. Humilier par l'aéroport de Phoenix. Jay is humbled by the Phoenix airport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Michael C. Gilliam wants to know. What would the perfect summer look like for the Thunder? And then what would the perfect summer look like for each member of the Fry Pod crew? Um, perfect summer? For the Thunder, it's, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to say something that probably a lot of people don't get excited about. It's like they trade a lot of their players for great assets. <laughs> I mean, wait, let's let's treat it like... We're talking Rona V season, so now the summer is like playoffs, playoffs, baby. Yeah, well then it's a championship run. Championship. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that uh, I hope that the standings just stay as is, and this is the the playoff standings because the Thunder oh would play God, the Jazz. I would love to play the Jazz because then it would just be America versus the Jazz. <laughs> I was going to say the whole world versus because it's like you're, you, you guys are the ones that shut this whole thing down. Could there and, be a more perfect team to have ruined everything? Houston would have been the probably the more perfect team because it does feel like they ruin everything, anyways. But yeah. the Knicks would have been the Jazz are typical. Yeah, you're right. The Jazz James, is it is pretty perfect. James Dolan was like, "We're going to play." <laughs> until the whole city of Manhattan or the whole, whole island of Manhattan has coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Got to make that money. <laughs> but I and I also think it's a it's a good matchup for OKC in Agreed. general. But the dream scenario. Not no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say those <laughs> words ever again. <laughs> so what's your Andrew, what's your uh, dream summer? So I mean if we're talking about off season, which I think is what he means then it is you find for us oh yeah for the thunder okay start there you find uh you find a trade partner for chris paul and you get at least a first round pick back and then you start to unload and then maybe you get an extra pick in this next draft and then you just try to figure it out i think that that's probably the best case scenario because otherwise what do you do i mean if you like no, I want to keep this team together. Sure, but like, what do you do to get much better? To where you're like, oh, okay, okay, he's now a contender. Like, what's the move that you could make to get there? 
Yeah, you'd have to convince somebody to take Steven Adams for like a legitimate like if you're swapping contracts on expirings, that's uh, a wing player that's going to be able to come in and contribute immediately. Leave Noel as your center, sign yeah. a backup that's you know minimum or close to. Play I think that's the, if you're gonna if you're gonna rebuild with this team, I think that's one of the only places you can really do it. I think Schroeder has. I think to replace him with somebody that's going to bring a similar value is going to be really, really hard unless you think Dort will progress enough to at least lessen the blow from him this year, you know? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, well, Andrew Vier, échanger avec Chris Paul. <laughs> Andrew wants to trade partners with Chris Paul. And isn't Dre, is Dre's contract up this season? Yes, he's a free agent. Okay, am, am I here? Uh, are, so are we going to resign him? It okay. doesn't feel that way. Hey, BRB, you guys. But yes. I'll give him another month to yes, continue. Uh, try try to recover. Right? Huh? You think he's going to play? No? Okay. No. Taylor, what is your uh, non-Thunder, but your personal ideal summer? Oh, man. Maybe a couple trips here and there. I don't get to travel as much as normal. Um, this, where want, this. Where do you want to go, man? <laughs> well, I guess I'm not going to L.A. in a couple weeks, so uh, L.A. would be nice this summer. Uh, but I'll have a I'll have a baby this summer, so I guess that's my ideal summer that, this year. Is that August? July. July. Yeah, that's right. Four smack dab. Middle of summer. I know. Smack dab in the middle of summer. Let's see. I, I also always long for like the days of old when, like my, Michael, one of my good friends, sent me a picture the other day, and it was a a picture of outside someone's house in suburbia, and everyone's bikes were just in the front yard. And I was like, man, I remember those days. Where everyone's just biking around. You go from house to house. Everyone goes to your buddy's house that has the mom that lets you do whatever and drink energy drinks. And uh, that's what summer was, man. When you were a kid, just what do you do all day? You just have every day to yourself. No responsibilities. Go bike around. Go swim. It's the best. Dude, that is that is legitimately my my neighborhood. So we've got, like last night, so not quite spring break, but close. Uh, so they set up, and it was like 83, you know, here in Oklahoma City. And so yeah. they set up, like everybody had their swimsuits on out in our front yard, out in our neighbor's front yard right next door and like water gun fights and they got out like the hose and slip and slides and all those different things. And it was yesterday a little, little cold, but they, they were having a blast. I don't know if it was slipping slides or not. I showed up at just at the end of it, but everybody's running around their swimming suits, shooting each other with water guns is pretty much what I saw. So dude, that's amazing. You don't see that anymore. I feel like, I feel like kids aren't hanging out in neighborhoods anymore. So dude, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. It's incredible. Um, wow. So I, Jay, a lot of that is my ideal summer for sure. But what's your yours? your neighborhood is so different from mine. I don't I because I, I <laughs> that that day when my car wouldn't start in front of your house, it was like all the neighbors going were like, well, what's all this commotion? It and feels, all these it little feels like a throwback, up. man. And so in and it was you knew all their names, you knew all their kids. I don't know. A single one of my neighbors' names. That's actually <laughs> not true, but I know I know two of my neighbors' names, and that is because it's two men who live together whose name is Ben and Jerry. 
Well, that's pretty special, though. Everyone else I do not know, I've never spoken to, and I plan to keep it that way. What's your ideal summer, Luke? Really, it's just going to Lake Eufaula just about as much as possible. Dude, that's crazy. That's becoming mine now. Like, uh, oh yeah, Justin got a new boat that has the ability to you can wake surf behind it. Oh yeah, and so like uh, I, have, I haven't been able to do that yet. I'm a large man, and it's a little difficult for me to get up on one of those. But don't limit goal. yourself. That's my goal this summer. Lost a little, lost a few lbs, and try to get up on that wakeboard. What? That's gonna be wake gonna surf. Be fun. I was thinking with all with all the stuff like. There's a normal place at the lake I like to go called the Cut. Yep. And right now, it basically what it is, is everyone ba- puts their boat boats on this beach and like, and there's so there's like you know, up to a hundred boats all there, and everyone's just on the beach and in the water, hanging out and listening to music, drinking, and right now that you, you couldn't pay me get to go to the Cut. It it has been, it has been crawling with coronavirus for years. <laughs> so maybe that's go, right? maybe that's where the that's where the immunity is going to be built up though is like uh, if you've ever been to the cut in the middle of the summer um you are apparently immune to the coronavirus well then i would be okay you've been getting small doses of it for your entire life that's true yeah hey luke but that would be my dream summer luke before you have to go at road crew one what was wwe thinking about goldberg over the fiend <sighs> This is what I think that so for a little backstory, they had the title belt on a very popular guy named the fiend and they had, and they had um, Goldberg who is like night, you know, from like early two thousands, late nineties, like WCW Goldberg mm-hmm. come back. Who's now like, you know, a 50 year old man come back and beat him for the belt. Did, <laughs> and so did he what spear they, him? He did spear him. He speared him and he jackhammered him. Oh, man. And so what I think they did was the Fiend's so popular, it's hard to take the belt off of him. And the kind of character he is, he's, it's hard to take the belt off him because the crowd is going to turn on whoever does it. So I think they gave, had Goldberg do it so he, everyone would hate him. So then they can have someone that they really want to win the belt and build up, beat him take the belt off him and then people aren't mad at that guy who's on their roster year round the fiend is kind of terrifying he is he's very scary i don't know when i first watched it i was like i don't know if i would let little kids watch this yeah that's a little it's scary it's scary he's very, scary. <sighs> he's, he's very scary um and uh oh, but he's gosh. pretty he's pretty oh. cool oh well why would you want to watch that does he fight the whole time in that mask yeah, yes, he does. And Goldberg beat him. That's lame. Yeah, and but now, but now it's set up Goldberg's against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which WrestleMania happening at all? I don't know if that's a thing that's going to be able to happen. I bet that it, gets postponed. It will. But uh, Roman Reigns and Goldberg are going up against each other. I think Roman Reigns wins that, and then the Fiend is fighting John Cena. Wow, Goldberg sur les démons était la bonne décision. Goldberg over the fiend was the right decision. Uh, the it? fiend, the fiend is just wearing a Slipknot mask. It's kind of like that. It's also like there's a Batman comic um, with the Joker where the Joker cuts off his own face and wears it as a mask, and it looks a lot like that too. 
Okay. Whoa. Hey, man. He, comic books. Wait, he cuts off his own face. Yes. Wears it like a mask. Yes. So why wouldn't it just look like his face? Because because it's like stretched out and like. But why? It's the same amount. If he cut his face off, why does he have to stretch it? Because he he's, has like leather straps that are putting it so that it's pulling pulling it. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. It so does it looks look real like weird. That. But um, so. No. But that that did happen. Wait, uh, is the fiend Bray Wyatt? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, next Twitter question from at Aaron's Maze. Luke, you out of here, man, or are you going to hang out for another uh, one? Let me hear this next one. I'll answer it. All right. You must fill the giant thunder-sized hole in your life with one of these new hobbies, taxidermy, competitive dog grooming, cat collecting, or parkour. Uh, man, if you were good at parkour, it would be so cool. What are you going to do? Like, what do you, for me, like last night, I'm like, I would go home and watch a Thunder game or an NBA game. Like, um, should I start reading? Um, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> I have I have a good amount of books, and I'm carrying them. Like, because question for me is, if I do get quarantined, like, do I get quarantined in Oklahoma City or do I get quarantined in Stillwater? Because it kind of depends on you know what would be your preference. I, I I'm trying to figure that out, but for that. I'm keeping basically all like a, a good amount of books in my car so that it, wherever I am, I'll have books. And I'm basically carrying my Nintendo switch on me at all times. <laughs> Let's say, did you have a gaming system with you? Yeah, because I'm, I need to, uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm really going to invest in some, uh, video game and video gaming over the next month and or so me and Alex are getting that game. He talked about, he already has it. I'm downloading it right now, Division Two, and we're gonna spend all weekend uh, playing that. So, but that's on, not on the know. Switch. No, it's not. I here in Oklahoma City. Well, I, I if I did get quarantined, I'm kind of planning for it to be in Oklahoma City because I just upgraded my internet. That a boy. Whoa. And the other thing, I was gonna tell Andrew. I I told him. I tell him on the pod. I've cut my cable cord. I'm, I've cut the cord. You cut the cord. Congratulations, man. So I'm only so so that the thinking is cut the cable cord, upgrade the internet, watch everything on the internet. Yep. That's what cutting the cord is. That's what I do. Great. I'll tell you, uh you should plan also to be there because you're like walking distance from Walmart. Yeah, but you know, can't can't go to Walmart. There's a bunch I was there last night. I went to Target last night. It's it's a different ball game now all of a sudden where you're like don't touch anybody. Don't get within six feet of anybody. Yeah. It's going to be wild, man. All right. Well, uh, you guys stay safe. I'll hey, you too, man. You the, I'll catch you on the flip side. All right, Luke. Taylor, you can continue to work. The yeah, hard I can, is... I'm not really around people. Like, yeah. I can go. I'm around two guys the whole time. Uh, and we're, like, uh, all of us are only around each other. Yeah. So I can work. No, I mentioned earlier, like, the, the weird thing is with Kate, because people are just going to start canceling their appointments or the salons are just going to shut down for a little bit, you know? Yeah, unless, I mean, you know, I, I think the probably it, it's hard. It depends how severe this thing gets. Uh, yeah. Right now, it feels like in Oklahoma, we it, we either don't know how severe it is because we can't test that many people or it's it 
one of the benefits of being in a, a state that is relatively secluded, um, limited on access. Like there's not a ton of people flying in and out from Italy to Oklahoma, you know, like it's, that's a, right. probably a smaller number than a lot of other places or even, or even China before that. But I think it is one of those things where, uh, as this thing progresses, you know, like, I don't know how many people are going to need their hair cut or their hair colored at that point. Uh, but you know, you can do a lot of stuff with like, if you are sick, you know, or around sick people, you can, you can obviously utilize masks and stuff like that, but it's hard, man. For Kate, you have to also like exercise extreme caution because her, uh, being pregnant and I mean, that's, that's yep. a well, stressful thing, man. And, uh, and also like the flu and strep is still going strong right now too. It's yeah. not just this coronavirus. It's like yep. literally everything. I mean, the world is just a hotbed for infectious uh, uh, viruses right now. So it's just, it's really crazy. I mean, the amount of anxiety that you just feel in your everyday activities right now is wild. Don't you feel like that? Like you're thinking about it all the time. Even like when you're communicating with someone in person if you're at work and someone goes to shake your hand, you think about it now. It's crazy. Hey, we've Andrew's been, baby's been, on here. We've been joined by a special guest with a special guest. Andrew's youngest. Gosh, he's cute, man. <laughs> Hi, dude. Oh, he can't hear me. Only he can't you hear, can hear me. Hi. <laughs> I just woke up at Z Dwyer 2. Can we please get Andrew's reaction to Nate Duncan's view that the terms of the playoff power in terms of the playoff power rankings in the West, okay, she, okay, she should be ranked eighth. Uh, I think that's one pretty dumb. Number two, I just want to talk about how Nate Duncan wanted to uh, inform everybody that he had to cancel his birthday party because of this. <laughs> Insufferable man. So not only did the league have to cancel. But also, Nate Duncan's birthday party got canned because of all of this. So, I feel like also with Nate Duncan, like, what did Oklahoma City do to you? Like, what did we do to you, man? Can we try I to make know. amends? I don't know why you hate us so much, but we didn't mean whatever you think happened. You that's know, like, I, I just don't get it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't and don't listen. And so, I don't either. I don't know. Dunk, dunk. Dude, I love that he would that he announced everyone that he had to cancel his uh, birthday party. How old is he? He's in his he's like mid thirties, right? I think he's turning forty. I think it's no. maybe why he announced it. No, no. I'm not. Hey, birthday. I have a Twitter question from at Thunders Billy. No NBA and no March Madness. What do we have to watch? What do you guys like? If you're gonna binge something, what would you suggest? Or what have you watched recently that you think other people should uh, enjoy? Mm. I don't Ugly Delicious was really good. It's what a, is it's it called? I'll check that out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Check it out. Is it check a cooking it show? Yeah, it's like a docu-series, but each episode touches on a different thing that has to do with food. But the cool thing is like they, they use it to talk about bigger societal points or worldviews or, or, or what's going on like that. So it's really cool. Ugly Delicious is really good. Yeah. Oh, I liked uh, Lego Go Masters. Ahead. Have yeah. you guys watched Lego my, Masters? My son loves oh, Lego Masters. It's so yep. it's really it's really fun. It's on Fox. It's super, so the one that I caught the very end of is they did this like elaborate build out of all of these, and they are so stinking impressive. And uh, at the end of it, one one of the ways you had to make it was you had to make it to where it looked incredible when you smashed it, 
And <laughs> like these dudes yeah, it's spent amazing. so long. I'm Luke Dort and I'm down to Dort. Sorry, that was hard. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> we got another producer in the room. The now. button, the buttons on the board are incredibly uh they're, they're colorful and like, you just have to you have to push them. <laughs> so but yeah so they and so it's like this guy's masterpiece and then just take a baseball or no they have like actually like an explosive kind of thing in it and they <laughs> hit a button and will arnett is the host it's it's a pretty good show man i like uh there's a the uh media outlet vox has a thing called explained on yeah. netflix it's really cool and i think the thing that it has that i really enjoy is everything's like 20 25 minutes uh versus like when you deal with shows that are like i mean hours it's hard yeah. for me to get set excited about binge watching a show that's an hour long that's a Dude, lot I yeah and i think you're kind of like me like i can watch movies but i'm not one of those people that i can't watch two movies in one day like if you get me to sit still and and focus on something for an hour and a half or two hours, that's the most that you're getting out of me. For See, them. I could I could do that at a movie theater, but it would be really hard to do that at home. Yeah, yeah. But like but, I used to back in the day, take my Fridays and watch. I'd watch back to back movies sometimes. Dude, I was so that's funny. I thought about that because I remembered when you guys would do that because. So if you work in church, everyone has Friday off. So yeah, you all just hang Sundays. out with each other. Yep. And you would go to the movie theater and spend the whole day in the movie theater with your friends, right? Yep. Like you guys and sang and whatever. Um, and I was thinking about that. That would be so fun. I love going to the movie theater. I know. We all grew up, though, man. It's wild. I know. Now I'm like, I fill my Fridays with like going to the gym and hanging out. <laughs> Responsibilities. Doing work at home, you know. I know. In the yard. It's crazy. So. But I'm trying to think. Anything else that you watch? You just watch the show about cooking, huh? Uh, well, we watch. I watch a lot of food stuff, man. I don't. I'm just so intrigued by chefs and restaurants and food and all that. Uh, do, you practice, do you practice anything? I cook at home a lot. I do cook you? at home. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm. The, I really have enjoyed that. That's something I found out that I've really liked in the past three years, probably three four years. Um, and then we always watch The Office at night. So like Kate, Kate never watched it. And so last year, no, like six months ago was her first time to go through it. So that was really enjoyable. It was more like me watching her watch the office. And, uh, I really enjoyed that, but yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. There's always something on Amazon prime or Netflix. Right. We watched, uh, Natalie and I have really just one show we watched together. Shit's Creek and, yeah. Through through YouTube TV, we have a the pop channel, so we're actually like caught up. Like we watch it week by week. So last night we watched the most recent episode. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, so I watch that when it comes on. On Netflix, I used to like if I was going to binge watch a show that I've already seen, it would probably be because I did The Office, and then when Michael Scott left, I just kind of was like, eh, I'll just be done. Yeah. Um, and but I West Wing is my show on uh, Netflix if I'm going to binge watch something I've already seen. So. All right, I have another question. So actually, this is, I want to take just a minute. I don't know if this is not probably the platform to do this, but at Danny underscore co underscore biz asked, uh, I'm feeling a bit depressed, don't you? Um, which I, I think it's it's crazy. It's like, I mean, you, you probably stay pretty emotionally, how do I say this? Like you're able to differentiate a little bit in this where – does this stuff bleed into your your psyche, your heart, your 
spirit at all? What's Me? going on in the world? Yeah. Um, yeah, usually when there's big things like this, I have to be a little bit more focused. So I, I meditate a lot too. I do a, a lot of mindfulness stuff and that's been the biggest thing for me. Uh, so I just have to kind of buckle down with that stuff, but I definitely get this. I, I start feeling down when I feel this, uh, like this shared anxiety or paranoia between everyone. So, yeah. you know, like in 2000. 16 17 it was like that too and just whenever big big things happen and uh so it does it does definitely affect me i think those bigger these bigger shared experiences affect me more than personal stuff because it just feels so it's so big that it is depressing and you feel so uh helpless or or like you can't do much when i know that some people have made this connection and it's so different, but some of the feeling is very similar of nine 11. Um, it's just like a cloud that's, that's kind of over everybody's spirit, you know? And I think that the reason I asked that question is I feel like if we have a platform, it's important for us to at least acknowledge, like it's important in the middle of this thing, like as things potentially become more isolated, um, you know, you may be in your house for a few weeks by yourself if you live by yourself or, with limited contact with others. Like, I just want to encourage you, like if you're listening to the show, like it's important to find ways to be in contact with people uh, while not being in contact with people, right? So mm-hmm. uh, digitally or or even if it's connecting in game platforms, I think it's one of the, the craziest thing that people underestimate is how important like community has been created through gaming systems and stuff, you know, like being on those things and talking to people, that stuff's really important. So just Protect yourself and be mindful of yourself mentally over the next uh, few weeks to a month. If that's if if we head that direction, you know, like Italy's doing, um, meditate. If you're a meditate person, if you're a prayer, you know, spend time doing those things that really take care of yourself. I just think it's important for us to, if we have people that are listening, important for you to pay attention to to your uh, mental well being in the middle of that. Um, what do I think? Anything else? If you, yeah, I like this one. Uh, no, I won't say that one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, this is a good one. If the season ended today, uh, which is Andrew's favorite statement, who are the regular season award winners? So who okay. do you give, who do you give uh, MVP to Giannis? Yeah, I'll do it to Giannis because I, and LeBron may end up with it because the path he was going down, uh, he was shifting the narrative pretty quickly. So this break in the – if we're going to be shallow about this, this break in the NBA season right here might end up benefiting Giannis. Because I think people will come back. I mean, 30 days is going to be a long time. 30 or 60 days, whatever. That's going to feel like a summer between seasons. And so I think we'll come back and everyone will catch up on stats and look at, oh, what's everyone's year been like again? I forgot. Be like, man, I think Giannis's numbers are going to re-shock everyone, you know? And then that that narrative is going to go back around numbers. And the the momentum for LeBron really was just a like that that stretch where they beat the Bucks and the Clippers. LeBron played incredible in both those games. And LeBron has been I, I think LeBron will be the second. I think he'll be the runner up in the MVP race, which is incredible. I, what's he, forty five years old? Yeah. Uh, so for me is I think the narrative is going to shift back to Giannis, you know, just because looking you're right, like looking at the stats, looking at the Bucks uh record, all those different things. Um but man, LeBron has been incredible this year. Oh yeah, he's been great. 
you know, and it is one of the things like, you know, the unintended consequence or benefit of uh, having a 30 day break is these teams that are more likely to wear down, i.e. the Clippers, the Lakers, um, everybody's going to be at full strength come or, or it could be bad. Right. I mean, it could be bad for some teams. Like there are some players that may see this as an opportunity to, uh, take a break on disciplines. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And you're right. Yeah. So, so we'll you see. Can get some out of shape folk coming back. That's why I think they'd have to have a week or two of people playing back into shape. That first round will just be rough. Oh my God. I know. So who it do you think is, was, yeah. who do you think was defensive player of the year? Oh, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it's it's Giannis. I mean, Giannis is the best defensive player this season. Yeah, he's had the most impact defensively. So, but I don't know who else is in think, that conversation. Anthony Davis. Uh, I haven't really looked into it too. Yeah, much. I don't really know either. What about Rookie of the Year? Pretty clearly, Ja. ja. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's Jaw for sure. He's been amazing. And Zion looks great too, but he just missed too many days. I, I really think it's just as simple as that. It's it's either Jaw or Zion. Zion missed way too much of the season. It's Jaw. And then for sixth man, we're going to just go ahead and give it to uh, Dennis. Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, so Anthony Davis is up there as well. Um, okay. And it may be one of those things that if they give Giannis the MVP, they may just you know give that other vote to yeah. Anthony Davis. And then obviously you do have one MVP and and Depoy, Jordan. I think Jordan did. Oh, that's cool. I think, and I know like Kobe could have or should have a couple years too, right in the early two thousands. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's somebody that did it. Here we go. Just looking this up. It's really quality podcasting. Oh, it's okay. Um, Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Oh man, maybe Vogel or uh, let's see. I don't know. Vogel's not going to win it. Everyone gives it to LeBron. Everyone gives LeBron the the thing. I know that uh, Billy gets consideration, um, but I don't think he's going to win. I think it's going to be a uh, but Coach Bud or Vogel, something like that. Yeah, that's what I wonder too. If there's anybody else that would. I, There's I think no one Nick, that's like super Nick, surprising. Nick Nurse would be somebody that I would, I would give probably a vote to. He's been incredible with this Raptors team, but yeah, he already won though. All right, Taylor, um, <sighs> I'm, I'm going to leave Miffed and Peeve for another week. Uh, it's a little too, uh, unless you have something. It's just I don't really have anything, and feels like uh, maybe not the right time for that. So, yeah. anything else for the podcast, Taylor? Uh, no, I'm looking forward to people complaining about, um, some stuff we did that was serious on this podcast, especially people that don't believe in, uh, diseases. Yep. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter if you don't believe in diseases. Well, and I think I, I do just want to say this, like, this, this is the reminder that we are a basketball podcast and we have a lot of fun doing that. And, but at the same time, like all of us are people with responsibilities and all of us have families and legitimate concerns and and this thing you know if you don't believe the seriousness of it that's that's fine you I mean do you but it feels very serious and it feels like something that is uh going to be something that's i mean it's already impacting so much of our life and i think there are going to be real consequences 
for people um, financially and, and socially and all those different things. And so like it, sometimes it takes serious conversations in the middle of these moments, even from people that are normally talking about pooping your pants and, you know, being miffed and peeved and all of that stuff. So thanks for checking in. We're going to, I mean, well, pro- go ahead. And I think for the people that would like a podcast to have a break from all the serious talk, I don't think that this podcast is going to keep being this serious. I think, no. you know, initially we'll have to get it out and kind of talk to each other about it. And then um, and then it's going to go back to like during this NBA break. I'm yeah. sure we're going to talk plenty about food and mostly just have silly, stupid podcasts. So right. don't worry if you need a break, if you need a laugh, I'm sure you will get it here soon enough. Yeah, and we will, and I think one of the things, and I may be speaking out of turn, but I would assume that we may be doing this kind of more all over the place. Like, so it may not be like your stereotypical hour Monday, hour Wednesday, hour Friday, but it may be thirty minutes here and twenty minutes there. We want to talk about something or reflect on something, or yeah. So, anyway, if you have any ideas for content, we'd love to hear them. Just shoot us a tweet, and uh, thanks for listening. And we'll catch you. We'll be back with something next week. Catch you on the flippity-flop. I'm Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. I love that Andrew texted us Nick Harris because I was naming every